Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs i'm denise harper co-host of the morning show with bill and denise and program director for the bridge there's something special about sitting across the table from a friend whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart And hopefully, today's conversation will inspire and encourage you. One of my favorite people on the planet is Ellie Holcomb, and she's here with me today. Hey, Ellie. Hi, it's so good to be with you. I'm so excited about it. Well, (laughs) I have to tell you that whenever I've been in your presence and been able to spend a little time with you, I am so captivated because you're such a mesmerizing storyteller. You're such a great storyteller. And so I'm counting on the fact that you've probably got a story or two to tell us today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. All right. So who inspired you to to be a storyteller? Like, did you pick that up from, is that in your DNA? Yeah, I think it is. I, my mom is, um, well, I guess my mom is a story lover, Ah, I should say. So she she was always reading wonderful stories to us and then telling wonderful stories too, and very much encouraged, um, storytelling from very young ages on road trips, we used to like just make up stories and sort of, so she's just this like kind of whimsical, lovely human. (laughs) And so we would go around and, you know, kind of leave cliffhangers. And then the next kid, I'm the oldest of five kids. So we would literally tell like family stories growing Uh up. And so she's a story lover and also a storyteller. And I would say, I think I fall in love with story because of her and Shakespeare because of her and uh, ended up becoming, I was an English major really because of her because she just loved, she loved uh, both classic literature and she loved God's word. And I fell in love with both. as a, wow. as a really Very cool. So with five children and you all kind of tell a little bit of the story each, I would imagine there are some twists and turns that came into the storyline. Oh, 100%. I think the rule of improv, they say, is yes. And, <laughs> and so that is, I feel like that was written into my being I, yeah. just from a really young age. Yes. And, and so we have uh, some family favorites that got told, you know, that get retold of stories that we just made up with characters that aren't even real, which is hilarious that we'll (laughs) laugh about to this day. I love that. So a little birdie told me that your scripture for this year is Matthew 11, 28. And I I have to tell you that my word for this year, I ask the Lord every year to give me a word to focus on. And I can't, I get so excited at the beginning of the year to unpack all of the, the amazing things that he's going to reveal. And so my word for this year is rest. And <gasps> <What>? <laughs> yes, that's my word too. Oh, ho, ho. 
Tell uh, me about it. How's it going? <laughs> it is. It is so amazing. Uh, I had. It's so funny. You know how that word. It starts showing up everywhere once you hear it, right, in your spirit. And so I had a friend tell me not too long ago, she had no idea that that was my word for this year. And she said, this is going to be a year of yielding to God. And when we yield, we rest. And in that rest is great fruitfulness. Oh, man. And I that have, is so man, I've just been thinking about that so much over the last week or two. In that rest is great fruitfulness. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that great fruit for you and I, I both. I am too. And you know, it's so interesting. I don't I don't know if you ever I have not done a word for the year like every year, but for whatever reason, I was just kind of like asking the Lord this year. Yeah. And when he said rest, Denise, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, oh, that's cute. I need a different <laughs> word. Because um, I am not, I like, I was like, no, no, no. What I actually was asking you, God, is what are we doing? Like, yeah. you know, what are we going to be up to this year? Yeah. What do you want to put me to put my hands to? What do you want me to work on? And he said, rest. And I laughed because I'm in like, you know, an intense season of parenting. Like, it's so fun, but it's just like the opposite of rest because I have three, you know, nine, six, and three. And our three-year-old, we call him a joy tornado. <laughs> so it's like very busy with him. And I'm like, this is so, this feels like, I don't know, like a joke or something, but it's, and so I've like, and then we're about to hit the road. My husband and I, we're going to be, I think we have like 28 dates. Um, and most of those will happen in February. So I'm like, this is so funny. I'm like, Whoa. not really, that's not really what's on the docket yeah. for me this year so yeah. far, Lord. But what I feel like he's inviting me into is even in the midst of the mess and the chaos and the noise is to rest in mm. him. And yeah. I think for me, you know, the Matthew, I love that that's your verse that he gave yeah. you too, Denise. Yes. But that come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And so I think for me, so often I carry so much for with, you know, kids, with the responsibilities that I have, with my friends and my community and my family. And it has been so beautiful to learn. I, there's this beautiful book. One of the, the ways I'm resting is I'm trying to go to bed earlier because I'm not good at that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to read more, which I love, like we said, with yeah. stories. Yeah. And there's this beautiful book called The Boy and the Horse and the Fox and the Mole. And the little boy asks the horse, um, what's the bravest thing you've ever said? And the horse says, help. And I just oh, thought, wow. my goodness. That is, and so it has been a really beautiful thing. I don't often ask for help. I am not good at feeling needy. I'm like, I can kind of like power through. We got this, God. I know you've got me. And it's been so beautiful to ask him and other people in my life for help this year and, mm. and to rest and knowing we do not have to do, and we were not meant to do yeah. this life alone. Yeah. And so I am... It's just been lovely. This is hilarious. But one of the time, I mean, I, I literally, to be honest, I, Denise, I literally have said help. I was uh, in a parenting moment where I didn't know how to get my three-year-old to stop saying he heard somewhere on a movie. One of the characters said, shut up. And I could not get oh, him to stop saying shut yes. up. To and I was like, oh, Jesus. 
help me. I do not know how to get my three-year-old to stop telling like adults to shut up. Like this is not okay. And I do not feel like I have control over him. And I guess that's just it. We don't have that much control mm. at the end of the day. But I felt like I was like, God, okay, I'm going to rest in you in this moment. This doesn't feel restful at all. I feel stressed, not rest. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. I said, help me, Jesus. And he said, ask your mother-in-law for help. And we were doing like a, a Christmas thing with them way after Christmas because of COVID stuff that had happened. And so I was like, okay, Nancy, I need some help. Like I cannot get my three-year-old to stop saying shut up. And she was like, have you tried hot sauce? And I was like, what? Oh, what are you talking about? Yep. And she was like, yeah, just <laughs> maybe, maybe just try. Like if you speak spicy words, that's, you can choose to do that. But the consequence will be like some spicy hot sauce on your tongue. And mm -hmm. I kid you not, Denise, I literally, we put hot sauce on that boy's tongue and he was like dragging it across the carpet. And so <laughs> And I was like, oh, Jesus, thank you. Because there are not a lot of boundaries that he, like, you know, respects. And so yeah. it has been, like, just even that, ask your mother-in-law for help. And with, when she said that, like, literally, Denise Hot Sauce has changed our <laughs> life with our three-year-old. And we don't even have to use it that much. So I kid you not, we get home from Memphis. We were in Memphis visiting my husband's family. He did not say shut up one one more time when we were in Memphis. We got home from the trip and we walk into her house in Nashville and our little three-year-old Rivers goes, ah, we're home. We got no hot sauce here. And I said, oh, Rivers. He's so smart. I said, oh, Rivers, we do have hot sauce here. He goes, what? And I was like, yes. I was like, here, come with mommy to the fridge. I'm going to show you. We have actually three different bottles of hot sauce. And he goes, Oh, no, 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 no. I do not say bad words at our house, mommy. Oh. And I, you, Jesus. So I think even in, I think he's just showing me even in the chaos or the feeling overwhelmed or kind of at our wits end as parents or in our jobs or in our life, we can ask for help. We can yeah. lay those burdens down and he is an ever present source of help and wisdom and light and hope and life. And so, um, it has been such a beautiful thing to even kind of lean into that. And I'm like, who knew hot sauce was going to like <laughs> change our life with our three-year-old. Just is like, man, it feels like an electric fence for a puppy, yeah. you know, but it's not that we're not like shocking him, but it's, he yeah. really doesn't like it. So yeah. we were out in public the other day and my son's hockey, my other son's hockey practice and, you know, our three-year-old is just like licking the water fountain and running out the door <laughs> into the other ice skating rink. And yeah. he's a, a ball of energy and he is wonderful. But I said, Rivers, you need to listen to mommy. And he goes, okay. And he doesn't listen. I said, Hey Rivers, come here. I want you to look at mommy's phone. And I, I want to show you what I'm ordering on Amazon right now. He goes, what? And I was like, did you know that they sell hot sauce that will fit on a keychain? And he goes, no. Oh no, mommy, don't order that. Don't get that. <laughs> oh yes. Mommy is ordering this right now. And he goes, I stay with you, mommy. I listen. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> this is all over one taste of hot sauce. One taste of hot sauce. Great behavior modification. <laughs> I know. I who knew? It's working for him and I feel so very grateful. <laughs> That is crazy. Amazing. You mentioned having like 28 dates in Fe there's only 28 days in February, you know? Yeah. And that insane. So I think the 
It's 28 days. I think we're going to be home for maybe three of those. And then there are two weekends in March that we're doing the extra four shows. Mm -hmm. So I think it's 24. For 23 or 24 days that we're playing in February. Wow. So in all of that, when you um, when you're just going full tilt, do you ever feel like that you could actually be too tired to rest? Have you ever been too tired to rest? Oh, absolutely. And honestly, um, after this last year, it really feels like sweet that uh God is sort of feeling, you know, inviting me into this. Cause I yeah. think last year, I think that I worked harder than I have ever worked and I loved it all. Mm. That's the thing. I really love my job. I did my normal, um, amount of touring. The touring was starting to come back, you know, after COVID safer at home stuff. Yeah. And I don't tour a ton cause I, I love being home with my babies, but yeah. I still tour enough to where it's like a, you know, maybe once or twice a month I'm leaving town. So I was doing that. And I also was promoting, you know, this record that I just released. And then this book, I had written a book. And so in the past two years, my brain, I think was on full tilt, mm-hmm. like work, parent, go, you know, and as you've heard with our three-year-old, he's like, not, you know, chill, um, by any, by any stretch of the imagination. And so it's been sort of on full, yeah. um, on full tilt. And so it actually, yes, I, I, I think I got to a point and I think that's part of why God is inviting me, um, mm-hmm. you know, like in a field with, uh, in farming, they, they have fields that lie, that they have to lie fallow. Because if you just run on that full tilt thing, it actually, all the nutrients in the soil start to go away. And so they, farmers will rotate the fields that they use. And so I feel like God's like, you need a fallow year and we'll be really busy this month. But I do think that I'll head into, um, uh, really the rest of the year being a lot more, uh, you know, a lot less going on, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> but yes, I feel like it's taken my brain has been on that full tilt. Like I'm so tired. I don't even know how to turn off this like mm-hmm. go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I've sort of been doing. And I think one of the ways that God is teaching me to turn off that go, go, go is breathing, which sounds so simple. <laughs> <laughs> But, like like an automatic thing. <laughs> yeah, like an automatic thing. Like we're but really intentionally, like taking like even five deep breaths and and then sort of getting in the presence of God and saying, mm-hmm. okay, I uh, John Eldridge. I'm reading one of the books that I'm reading this month is Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge. Mm-hmm. Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad, and he has these um, invitations to pause um, for like a minute. And it just is like you're taking some deep breaths and you say pretty much the same prayer every time I release everything and everyone to you, God. Mm. I release everything and everyone to you. And so it's been a really beautiful thing to just sort of be in the practice of in the midst of a little bit of a busier season, um, really breathing in the midst of all the chaos and saying, okay, God, I am bringing everything that I'm carrying in everyone to What that reminds me of is uh, from the message that Matthew 11, um, I think it's 29 or 30, when, when it says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Oh, yes. And I think that's one of the things that I love the most about being able to just sit, even if it's, we're, we're 
going, but in our heart is resting. It's at rest with the Lord. And there's just that um, just easy, you know, it's not like a, a drum beat. It's just like you're floating. And that's such a beautiful place to be in the presence of the Lord. Oh, Denise, it's so true. It makes me think of you make me lie down in green pastures. Mm. You lead me beside quiet waters. You restore my soul. That's Psalm 23. Uh, It feels like even in the midst of a desert or in the midst of a chaotic season, there are, because of who Jesus is and how God works, there are underground reservoirs of peace mm. uh, that we mm. have access to at any moment. If we'll only sort of intentionally reach down and access them, yeah. it's like there. There's a current of His love. There's a current of peace uh, that runs underneath everything. And so I think being intentional with kind of entering into that or not is um, – it makes a big difference for me, at least it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been a really beautiful thing because I have literally just laughed. There have been moments, you know, we had uh, my husband had a busier season where he was traveling. So I was kind of solo parenting and then he came back from travel and then had COVID. <laughs> so Aww. I was like, oh, my goodness. So I was just like solo parenting for a yeah. longer period of time. And I was like, God, this is hilarious that this is happening and your word for me is rest. And I felt like he was like, yes, this is still the invitation, even uh, in the midst of wow. a lot wow. on right? Rest in me. Bring your burdens to me. Bring your stress to me. Bring your exhaustion to me. I have more than enough to mm-hmm. give to you. And I have everything that you need. And so that has been such a beautiful, I just feel so grateful because I feel like it would have been I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, okay, rest, go to the beach, you know, (laughs) take a sabbatical. And I think those things are important too, but I feel, I don't know. I think it's really interesting that in the midst of the beginning of this rest, it's in a little bit of a busier season um, for me. And I'm, and I'm kind of grateful for that kind of mystery and backwards upside downness of leaning into the unforced rhythms of his grace. Amen. So I want to talk about, I want to hear about your song, your new song, I Will Carry You. And I heard you say that you got together with a, uh, another songwriter and you wanted to write song a song for your daughter. Yeah. And it really is a song that you needed to hear. And I would say that the whole <laughs> yeah. world needs to hear. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, I um you know, I think there's so much that especially young girls are facing right now. The research is coming out about how much damage like the social media thing can do this Mm. constant scroll of you're not enough or you should be doing more. Mm -hmm. Um, And you should look like this and you should be accomplishing this. And I think all of us feel that in some way. Um, But it was so interesting. We were sitting down to write the song. You know, uh, the co-writer had a daughter, too. And we're like, let's write a song for girls. And then as we started writing it, I stumbled across um, this beautiful promise from Isaiah 41, 14, 13 and 14. And this is a message version, but it says, that's right. Because I, your God, have a firm grip on you and I am not letting go. 
I am telling you, don't panic. Mm. I am right here to help you. And I just think sometimes, you know, I don't know. I think what I have found in, I've been on a journey of learning to grieve in my own story, to grieve on a national global level in the wake of everything that so many people have lost in the past two years. Um, But as I've learned to just breathe in those places of sorrow and feeling like you're falling apart and everything is crashing down around you, I have encountered the empathy and the tenderness of God. And so I think what this song for me, sorry, I'm getting uh, teared up, Mm. two things. Um, I think for me, this song feels like an invitation to fall apart in a really safe place, which is in the arms of the God who made us and who knows us and who loves us anyway, Mm -hmm. even when we're falling apart. And he is the one who holds all things together and he can hold us even when we're falling apart at the edges and at the seams. Um, And so I, I didn't know how much I needed to hear that song after sort of barreling through and carrying so much through the past two years. Um, as, as a lot of people have walked through, you know, really hard seasons of losing a lot and falling apart. And then um, I wrote the song and then we went in to do the music video. And two days before we did the music video of this song, um, we had this tragedy in our church. My um, dear and incredible and prolific like pastor and his daughter were in a really sudden car accident and both just taken in an instant. Mm. And, um, and so I showed up for the music video of this song, like just my manager was there. She goes to the, my church and we, and I mean, we were weeping and I was like, Mm. I don't even know if I can do this today. And for that to be the song that we were singing, (laughs) it Mm -hmm. just felt almost like the mother heart of God, you know, he makes male and female in his image. And so, um, it felt like that mother heart of God of just like collapsing and falling, you know, when you're just, you see, you see your mom when you're sick or you hear, I hear my mom's voice when I'm sick and she's like, baby, I'm so sorry. And I just fall apart. And so, um, he is a very, God is a very safe place to fall apart. And, and I think that is my hope um, for the song that I will carry you feels like a, like a three minute and 14 second space where you mm-hmm. can fall apart in the arms of the one who, and, and I, my friend always says claps into his marvelously capable arms. Amen. And uh, that's what I hope the invitation is uh, for anyone who listens to that song. And it's been so sweet because that's been the invitation for me. And, I was just telling my little girl, um, who's nine, she's the stage that she's in right now. I was listening to a podcast. Her stage is called the adventure years. And, um, (laughs) it's been so beautiful because she had walked through a season of, um, you know, of feeling worried and anxious. And, um, it has been so beautiful to walk through that with her and to see her hold on to scripture and learn how to speak truth Mm. to lies. Like we've kind of done that together, um, I call myself a warrior in progress. <laughs> and so um, it is, it's been so beautiful. Um, when I was telling her, Hey baby, the song that mommy wrote for you is being played on radio stations across the country. And she goes, Oh mommy, that's so cool. Cause God has made me like really brave. And maybe this song will help other people feel like 
they can be brave too. And oh. I just started sobbing. I'll bet you did. Faithfulness yes. um, to her, to me as her mom, and um, and and to stumbling and tripping together mm. into the presence of the God who says, "Come as you are with mm. your burdens um, and lay Amen. them down at my feet, and I will give you rest." So. Mm. Uh, I just, I hope that this song feels like a place where people can rest their heads on the chest of the God who made them and who holds them always. Yes. Wow, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinch desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. All right, so I want to hear, too, about fighting words. You wrote? Oh, man. This incredible devotional. I love it. Oh, thank you. It has been, um, it's been such a joy. Fighting words feels like um, a little book of Ebenezer's um, (laughs) uh, for stories of how God has used his word to help me uh, kick back at the darkness with the light. And as it turns out, the light is always stronger. And so mm-hmm. about 15 years ago, I was sitting with my friend, um, a dear friend of mine who battles depression and listening to her. And there were so many lies that she was believing about who she was, lies about who God is. And in the middle of the conversation, I just realized I, I am believing all of these lies too. There are so many lies that I believe. And And in scripture, you know, we hear about this fact that we have an enemy and he is called in scripture, the father of lies. And when he speaks lies are his native language, that punk. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so sick of the enemy stealing our joy, our life, our hope. The John 10, 10, that life to the full that Jesus comes to offer us. And I was like, and you know what? God calls his word a sword. And I was like, and we are going to use it. Like I am not going down without a fight. And so I think I realized in that conversation that, that it wasn't enough, you know, for us to just acknowledge the lies. That's a super important part of the journey. But what actually needs to happen is we need to replace the lies with something stronger and sturdier. And Mm. that is truth and promises from God's word. And it has been so beautiful, Denise, because um, as we've memorized, we've just basically started memorizing scripture together and we are not good at it. We are very imperfect at it. But as we've memorized God's word and buried, you know, this treasure, this light in our hearts, it has changed us. And it hasn't necessarily, you know, changed our circumstances. It hasn't just taken away my friend's depression magic- magically, but it has given us solid and sturdy ground to stand on when the shame storms start rolling in. Mm. And it has transformed my heart from the inside out. And so it's been, the book really is, um, I started on Instagram writing every Friday in my little corner of the internet, you yeah. know. Verses that I was hanging on to that week and how God was using those to speak life and light into mm-hmm. the darkness in my own art and then helping me walk up to, you know, the darkness in the world around me and speak life and truth and light. And so the the book is really just a culmination of all the stories that God has written into my life and an invitation 
to come sit at the feast at the banquet table of God's word mm. and like eat and drink our fill. Um, and then an invitation to bury light and hope and uh, treasure in, in people's hearts. And it's just been so beautiful to see the communal nature of people saying, oh, my goodness, I'm doing this. I'm finding fighting words for this lie that I've been believing. And it's changing me. It's changing me. And so um, I'm just so grateful for for the chance to invite other people into that. We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.